You know Dasher, and Dancer, and Prancer, and Vixen, Comet, and Cupid, and Donner, and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Welcome to the Thunderbrew Distillery here in Caranos, Dunmoreau. Dust off your favourite drinking mug, order up a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Azros, Cromley, Aloysius and Kerncater. We'll bring ye tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. <laughs> Welcome to Taverncast for the week of December 19th, 2005. This is Cromley. This is Aloysius. This is Krunkater. This is Azros. Visit us on the web at www.taverncast.com and please donate to help support the podcast. You can also reach us via Skype at 734-418-8727. We're drinking uh, an interesting holiday drink today. It looks like urine. It's Chaucer's. It's not urine. <laughs> No more alcohol for you ever. <laughs> the most important no, no, thing is no, no. it doesn't taste like urine. No more drinking urine. pre-show for it's Kern Kater. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, our listeners oh should God. know that um, Kern has had, what, two margaritas? Two margaritas, a thankful of mead, and we're going on the... And we're just starting. Mead. Yeah. <laughs> mead. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be a fun one to edit. I don't, think she's, I don't think she's ever been this, this far, actually. <laughs> It's a good thing some of us are here Peace to run out, the show. Kurt. Time for nappy time. Yeah, right. <laughs> nappy time. I didn't have much to eat today, and then I had just a little, little quesadilla at dinner, and then I had these two wonderful margaritas. It was dollar margaritas. All right, so alcohol for the win. So we're drinking today this wonderful holiday drink. You were saying it's called Chaucer's Mead. It's excellent. It's well, we want to we want to stress that it's mead, M E A D, not tea. It's not. We are not drinking Chaucer's meat. We are not but if drinking we get, meat. If we get boring, just imagine us drinking meat, and it might be funnier. Right, okay. So anyway, cheers. cheers. Oh, so I don't get to tell my beer. No, that's fine. Yeah. What? What are you drinking, Azros? After we were talking, was it last week about Woodchuck? I went out and got some uh, their Granny Smith draft cider. Good stuff. It's really it's good. Yeah, but good. You Have like you that? Had that before? No, but Azros likes that green apple bubble gum, which is yeah. also pretty good too. So yeah. is it like that? But oh, yeah. but it's five percent alcohol. <laughs> That's true. That's mm, true. Even better. I think what we're drinking is like fifteen percent. So yeah, cheers, like Azros. Wine, basically. Yay! Yay, Azros. Actually, with the mead, you actually get a little. It comes in a. It comes in a bottle that has a little packet attached to it, and you put the packet in the bottle when you're cooking it, and it gives us this excellent flavor. Yeah, so it's like hot spiced meat is what it is. Yep. Not and hot we're also doing uh, a tray of Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I have uh, leftover chocolate chip cookies that I made this weekend. Nice. Can you cool. send them? I mean, what the heck? Hey, why don't you send me cookies? What? Were they're they already in the mail. Sweet. Were they chocolate chip or chocolate? Check is in the mail. Chocolate chunk, baby. You know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> In the no, that's the, no chippage. It's all chunkage. Yeah, we got the chocolate chunk in the chunk. God, who drinks beer and eats cookies? What is wrong with us? What? It's good. <laughs> it is oh, good. But the show's not long enough to catalog all that's wrong with us. If the radiation doesn't make us sterile, this will. <laughs> you know, though, that's probably a good thing for us. So, you know, hey. Touche, my friend. Touche. Benefit to the human that race. Close to the microwave? He sits on the microwave all day long. In the microwave. 
For those of you that don't know, I am 6'6", and my parents attribute it to the fact that... Well, you guys know where Davis-Bessie Nuclear Plant is, right? Well, yeah, over there by Toledo. Yeah. Well, I was young. We I used to live up in that area, too. And the daycare that my parents would take me to was... They drove past it every day. in the reactor. Because everybody else in my oh, family Oh, you have like, just got a new nickname, my friend. Nuclear boy? No, you are Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla was also <laughs> born by the fires of nuclear radiation. Well, he yeah, wasn't born. Conventional weapons. He was. He had his preschool there. Yeah. So he was preschooled by the fires of nuclear, whatever. It, schooled, schooled, schooled by the fires. Schooled. <laughs> <laughs> As schooled by the fires of nuclear radiation. Guns, bombs, they're useless against him. <laughs> <laughs> Conventional weapons cannot be used to stop him. Can you do the Godzilla scream? <laughs> no. It's a monster. It's a monster. What is a monster? I must go smash building now. BRB. Awesome. Many of you may have noticed that Karg hasn't been here with us in the past couple times, and uh, he has decided that he's pursuing some real-life opportunities um, outside of the podcast, and so he's no longer going to be a regular on our show. He'll be here as a guest member from time to time, but he's off pursuing other things. So we are back down to a four-person podcast between Azros, Cromley, Aloysius, and myself. So we want to give a big thanks out to all those who have donated since our uh, last podcast. Just going to read through these real quick. We got Matthew Ritt, Vaticus, Wetard, Mabel, Argabus, Scotcher, Melissa, Melissa Brennan, Lewis Rhine, Gordon Ross, Ralph Macchio, Nicholas Malone, and Veritos. All right, I've got two two comments here. First of all, I'm sorry, actually, that's Vatos. Oh, Vatos? Vatos. V-A-V-E-H-T-O-S. Oh. So I'm sure... Well, maybe it's Vatos. 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 You know what? Actually, I'll just use my blanket statement, which is I'm sure I mispronounce every single one of these names. My micro-mechanism thanks you. My computer tapes thank you. And I thank you. Well, so, here's the sorry. thing, right? So now now we're, we're, we got a couple of things going. we got Wetard, who is the best known That's warrior awesome name, name I have ever heard. Yes. Right? That's an awesome name. And then we've got Ralph Macchio, a star. A star. star of Another Karate star. Kid, In addition to Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that we amazing? Got, yeah. It's amazing. Perhaps this is a good place where we should announce our next contest. Give us the most creative character name that you've seen in the world of Warcraft. What I want is I want um, the character's name, the character's race, and whether it was male or female. Because sometimes those names can be race-specific. And we're going to need the server, the account number, and that player's social security number for validation. Username (laughs) and password, yeah. No, I just... Should we have them submit a screenshot or no no, no just, we'll just believe them yeah we'll just we'll just believe, we believe you. our listeners uh, we'll believe you um one one name per one name person. per person and send it to current at hotmail.com send those to me and i will review them and 
announce the winner on our next Taverncast. Okay, so I, I, I'm doing this off the top of my head because I was... You gotta tell the, the story, too. Tell the story. The, I am telling the story. Do it. Do it. Gosh. Do it. Do it. I was in the middle of an instance when someone was talking to me about this new member of the pod people. I think they said from St. Martin's School in Louisiana that they have, like, 30 kids at that school listening to Taverncast. So really? Yeah, so they wanted oh us to... Oh, my God. We normally don't do shout-outs, really. 30 kids at a high school? Hey, people at the school, oh. send us a picture. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can yeah. you send us a picture of, like, all you would... If, you, don't, uh, if with... you want, we can put it on the site, or we can just put it in our uh, studio here. But Send us a picture with, cool. like, a, a picture of you holding up a, you know, a sign with a magic marker that says Taverncast or something. On yeah, it. get as many awesome. of your friends together as you can and get a picture and email it That'd to us. That'd be cool. We'd be all about that could that. be another contest, actually. Oh, yeah, where where is Tavern Kids? Like we have that frapper thing, <laughs> but if you could like take a picture of like you in your Tavern Cast shirt, if you have one, or like with your iPod. Oh, they have to have one. <laughs> interesting places. Like I might do it when I go to Vegas next month. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the cast, Saint Martin. Yeah. Cool. Tenth grade class or whatever it is. Yeah. Holy cow. Is it like? Eighth grade and over? Is it like a high school? Or I don't know. You should he, look he, it up on the internet. They didn't say what what it was. They just said, you know, just send a shout out to, to us. Cool. Well, consider yourselves shouted shout out. Shout it out. Excellent. The shouting has commenced. Dana Blitzen, Dasher, Dancer, Prince of Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. So did anybody do anything cool this week in World of Warcraft? I did. I finally did Ragefire Cavern. And I'm level 17. Whoa. <clears throat> I'm not below 15 anymore. Uh, I went through Ragefire Caverns with uh, three other guild members. And it was really fun, but the problem was is that as I noticed that we're going through Ragefire Cavern, it really, the walls really weren't designed that well. They looked like they were just kind of slapped together because the patterns really repeated a lot, and it didn't really look... <clears throat> no, the ceiling. The ceiling wasn't designed very well. Right, that's what I meant. The ceiling wasn't designed very well. Not my favorite instance. Yeah, which yeah. one is that one? Is that the one that's, that's connected? That's the lowest, lower, lowest level horde instance. So that was, that was kind of a bummer. That's cool for you because you don't run instances a whole lot, or you haven't traditionally. Right? Yeah, this is only like my third third instance in the entire game that I've ever been in. I, I've done Black Fathom Deeps, I've done Dead Mines, and I've done this. I didn't like it because it was like it was just straight killing. Like, I like Dead Mines because there's scripted parts of it. You know, I like Wayland Caverns because there's scripted parts in there. This one was just kind of like, okay, go to this room, Crying kill a bunch of mobs. Right. Go to this room, kill a bunch of It's kind of like stockades. Mobs, and then you're done. Yeah, yeah stockades <laughs> the same way. Well, stockades when, is sort of the same level range, isn't it? Isn't that uh, the lowest level? Stockades is higher, isn't it? Yeah, stockades is higher. A little right? bit oh, higher. Stockades higher. Higher. Yeah. 20s, yeah. <laughs> I like stockades because you can't get lost in it. Yeah. It's about as linear as you can get. Yeah. Well, the only other bummer thing that I did this week is I, I reached the cap of alchemy that I can do until I reach level 20. That's always so annoying. I, yeah, I know, because I've got all these other things that I really want to do, and I, I've got all these potions that I can make, but I can't get any, any experience from them. Get out there and grind, noob. I know. I'm going to this next week because I'm almost done with school, so... Well, I ran uh, 
uh, Black Fathom Depths again. I, I've been there a couple times on the Allied side. Hey, did you wipe there? Uh, yes, we did, as a matter <laughs> of fact. You know, the nonsense in Guild Chat, though, where they said Eloy wiped the party. I didn't wipe the party. This is what Eloy he always says. Sorry. Yeah, yeah whatever. I for every time I heard that. No I doubt. don't care. Anyways, but uh, the one thing, I, I found something that I didn't know about it, which is there's this whole underwater area underneath the temple in the in the bottom area of Black Fathom Depths. I didn't know about that. I just Isn't that cool? Somehow missed it the whole time I was in there. So, yeah, it is cool. That's why I like doing stuff with the pod people. Like, they're not, go, 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 go. They'll actually give you time, like, where if there's scripted segments. Like, I didn't even know what the deal was with the druid in Wailing Caverns until I ran it here, and it was kind of cool to hear the whole story about it. That underwater part, nope. was that before the instance or in the instance? No, it's in. in it's inside in it. You never knew about that? Never knew about it. We yeah. always, I mean, you know, I knew there was water in there, obviously, but we never, <laughs> we never like, quite the expert. You yeah. drink it. Yeah. What a huh. noob. Anybody else? Yeah, I did a ton of stuff, actually. I've been... You've been in the, the molten core. I, well, yeah, I hit 60. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Azros yeah. is to Uber. Like, I didn't think it was, it's not as big of a change as I thought it was. I actually, I didn't even know what to expect. The cool thing is I can log in and not feel like, oh, I need to be grinding now. Like, I, I just, like, I'm running instances all the time. And not even high-level instances. I think I've probably ran Zulferic and um, Wailing Caverns and all different ones that guildies need, like, tons over the past week or so. The few times I've logged in, you've been in the uh, Sunken Temple. Yep, we did Sunken Temple a bunch just to help. Because right now, pod people are kind of cool because... Well, we're always cool, but it's at a point now... <laughs> right now, where, now we're like, a little more cooler than usual. Well, the the majority of the people that play all the time are in the 40 to 50 range. You know, I can help them in instances like that without them, A, losing a lot of experience, and me, you know, sometimes I might find some items that are helpful. It's been pretty fun doing that sort of stuff. And last night, we went through and ran BRD, went through it for the first time, and I had never been through there. And that is probably one of my favorite places to go through. It was just, it it's really cool looking. It, it's, I mean, yeah, it reminds me a lot of like Lord of the Rings, Moria, and uh, Mount Doom and stuff in there. But it's, it's, it's very cool. You especially. know, you get a lot of complaints about that one. If you check like the official forums or whatever, Blackrock Depths is considered to be one of the boring. Um, long. They bitch about everything. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of agree I with it. you. I, I liked it in there. I thought it was pretty neat. I've never been there. It's like, wham, surprise, there's a bar, you know? And it's you're like, yeah, the bar is, is really bar cool. Here? <laughs> I think I would like that. There's a whole, there's a whole tavern in there that you go yeah, up and there's and, a bunch and of there's a bar. on ta- tables. There's a bar, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And the bar music <laughs> playing in the background, and every once, like, all the names of the guys in there are, like, drunken whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to all of them. <clears throat> and you yeah. can pick a bar fight. Yeah, yeah, and there's a you can there's a bunch of stuff you can do in there. Yeah, we went through and we did that, and we took out the seven dwarves at the end. Yeah. And got to um, where Molten Core is, and for the first time I actually stepped into Molten Core, which... Bum, bum, bum! For, uh, yeah, for me, I, who had never been... You know, I've heard everybody talk about it, and it was just kind of this huge thing. I'd never seen a screenshot of Molten Core. I never knew what it was like. It's like this big question mark. So we walked in, and it was me and another 60 and um, a couple other 53, 54s. And, 
and we went in there and looked, and then we accidentally aggroed one of the molten giants. Now, did you accidentally aggro, or did you do it on purpose? Because that's like a rite of passage. No, we accidentally did it. Honestly. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like one of our one of our lower levels got too close and pulled him in. It was like two hits dead. <laughs> so we five man molten core. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> but not it was successfully. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I did. I've done UBRS. I've done Undead Strat. I've, I mean, I've done Scalamance. It's Azros Uber. I've been I've been a busy little busy little orc hunter. Cool. Old Mister Kringle is soon gonna jingle the bells that'll tingle all your troubles away. Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Christmas is coming again He's got a sleigh full It's not gonna stay full He's got stuff to drop at every stop of the way Everybody's waiting for the man with the bag Cause Christmas is coming again The first aid The first aid Aid of the first First One aid I've had some people ask me in the guild and just talking to, to fans saying, hey, can you get do a section on first aid? Because first aid is one of the most helpful skills to have, but one of the most confusing skills to have, I think. A lot of people don't know how it works. As, I mean, they know how to heal and they know how to create bandages and use them, but how to progress up the tree can be very, very confusing. Yeah. So I just hit 300 first aid, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I found every guide online that I could to try to um, get all the different recipes that I could. And... There's a lot of them where you have to be um, honored with certain factions, um, which I'll get to, and there's some that you can only learn from books. But uh, starting from the beginning, and I'll go both Alliance side and Horde side on this. Tell the listeners why first aid. Why would you bother? What's what's worthy of the profession? Yeah, uh, first aid is different than healing potions and things like that because, yeah, it's it's a healing over time that is a lot easier to make than being you know, an alchemist or something like that. Yeah, anyone can do it. Right, and it doesn't take up mana. It doesn't take up um, a major skill slot or anything like that. It's just one, it's it's like cooking or something like that that's a secondary skill. And you can do it while you're in combat, which is really cool. You can, not while taking damage. Right, right correct. So, yeah, you can heal yourself while in combat, but not while taking damage. The minute you take damage, um, the the healing over time stops. But yeah, it's it's something that's good because if you're in a big instance, you know, five man, ten man, and the group's going, and you're getting, you know, just smacked around. WTF, PWN. Right. You can you can back away, um, bandage yourself, get your health up a little bit without you know having to worry about, you know, stopping and eating or drinking a potion, having to wait for that cooldown. You know, you can get your health up a little bit or you know wait enough and get it all the way back up to 100 and do that so it's definitely useful to have especially later on when if things are going bad in a raid group healers probably are going to be kind of busy and you may not get the heals that you need if you're not a tank if you're a dps class or a caster or something like that and you're taking some damage the healers are mostly going to be focused on the tank so if you can heal yourself you're going to keep yourself alive longer and save yourself some gold and, and repair bills. You know what, one of the times that the first aid is really cool for me that I've noticed is like, you know, you get those quests sometimes where it's like waves of mobs coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Stranglethorn. Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, the monkey one. The gorilla the one. Gorilla one yeah. yep. And so you let a wave come in and then you use the first aid, you bandage up in between that time. It goes a lot faster than food and 
you don't have to dump yourself out of combat yep. and eat. Yeah. So especially in battlegrounds too. Yeah, PvP is really useful for first aid. Yep. It's pretty much so. useful everywhere, actually. I think is what we're saying. First question is where do you start? And on the horde side, there's a trainer in uh, pretty much every major city. Actually, every major city, and then some in other places. There's, I think you can talk to guards, and they'll give you the exact location. But um, there's someone in Duratar, someone in Mulgore, someone in Orgamar, someone in Thunderbluff too, someone in Terrace Fall Glades, and in Undercity. And then in Alliance, there's one in Ironforge, Stormwind, Darnassus, and then in Teldrassil and in the Wetlands. And you can you can get um, the beginning first aid there, <coughs> and then go all the way up to 150. Which is where I got stuck. Yeah, 150 is where a lot of people get stuck. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's confusing because it doesn't tell you where you got to go and what you got to do. But many of the expert secondary skills are like this anyways. Yep. What you need to do is you need to get a book called Expert First Aid Under Wraps, which you can get on the Horde side in Brackenwall Village in Dustwall March or in Stromgard in the Arathi Highlands for Alliance. And the book costs one gold or 90 silver if you're on, with, honored with the faction. Let me, let, me, let me back you up just for a sec. The, the one in um, Brackenwall Village in Dustwall Marsh for the Horde is pretty easy to find, but the one in Stromgard isn't. So yeah. walk us through real quick where exactly that is in Stromgard because I, I know a lot of people that complain about where, that, where the heck is it once they get in there. Well, you know what we should say is just look for a map online. It'll be in any good map. I, it's Deneb Walker is the person that trains it. I never got first aid that high yeah. on my Yeah, well, here. this is what I recall, and people I'm sure will correct me if I'm wrong, but as you enter Stromgard, there's a uh, there's like a bridge that goes over the main entrance. And so what you do is you go in, you get to a four-way intersection, you go right into a friendly alliance area. There are like friendly NPCs there. And I believe you go right again somewhere in there. And then look for that bridge so that you're going back over the, the path that you came in on. And then you go once you go over that, uh, the NPC will be to your right, I believe, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think that's right. Because I remember, I remember hunting quite a bit for it, and it's on Manoroth, that's not a pleasant place to be hunting around for things. You because remember it's, that it's on the right gang side city. and not the left side of the bridge. The left yeah. side's all mobs. Yeah, the left side's all mobs. Yeah. So. And as far as I know, there's no level requirement on that. But for Artisan First Aid, which is 225+, plus, you need to be at least level 35 and have 225 skill in First Aid. And what you need to do for this is actually a quest. And if once you hit 225, the trainers that I mentioned before will tell you where to go to do this quest. For the Horde side, it's in Hammerfall and Arathi, and they send you to Dr. Gregory Victor. And on the Alliance side, they send you to Theramore to Dr. Gustav Van Housen. God, I remember that name because that quest sucked. Yeah, that <laughs> quest is a real pain. Right. The, well, it, it, it is a pain if you didn't have a guide like we're giving you here. Exactly. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. The, the quest is called Triage, and what they do is they give you triage bandages, and they tell you that you need to cure 15 badly injured, critically injured um, soldiers and you need to cure 15 before 6 die. They're laying in two rows in the room. Put your bandages in your like number one hotbar slot. Stand in the middle of the two rows and zoom your camera out as far as you can so you can see each one of them. Critically injured are going to die first. Badly injured are going to die second. You have the least time with critically injured. You have the second least time with badly injured. And injured ones should just... Are, should be kind of your your last. Just gonna hang on and languish in their in their <laughs> agony right. over the corner. Yeah. I mean, this is just like the ER for for Kern Kutero's job. 
It's just like triage. Hey, I work in triage. That's how she leveled up her first aid skill. That's exactly right. right, right? Awesome. And they kind of have different traits visually, too. The models kind of look the same. So you can go off of how they look, too. But if you mouse over them, it'll have that. So find the critically injured ones first and heal them as soon as you can and just go through all of those. It may take a couple tries to do it. Um, but once you, once you, if you do it that way, you should be able to rock through it pretty quick and, and beat it on the first and second try. You, if you fail, you're still going to keep the triage bandages. You can either keep them or, or toss them. It doesn't matter. But once you do finish it, you go back to the trauma surgeon, and he'll teach you artisan first aid, and you also get 3,900 experience from it. Sweet. Too. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, as far as... The, and that'll take you all the way up to 300. <clears throat> and for the last couple bandages, you go back to him. But at the beginning, you can only create linen bandages, um, which are only heal about 66 damage over 6 seconds. Once you hit 40, you get heavy linen. At 40 first aid, you can train in heavy linen bandages, which do about 114 damage over 6 seconds. And at 80, you can train in wool. 115 is heavy wool, and then 150 is silk. And each one of those go up, I would, I almost said exponentially, but that's not right. Um, once you get <laughs> past 150, you can get purchased bandages, which come from regular recipes, which is heavy silk and mage weave, which was at 180 first aid and 210 respectively. And once you hit artisan trainer, the last three that you'll get will be heavy mage weave, rune cloth, and heavy rune cloth. And rune cloth, when you're finally done, is that uh, it will heal 2,000 damage over 8 seconds. That's pretty impressive. And, yeah. Right. And those are, are pretty wicked. Those are what I use. Now, one trick that I always say, since I am a hunter, is that this is a skill that is crucial for hunters in mana saving. Because if your your pet is tanking after you kill a mob, I mean, its health's going to be low, and you don't want to waste your mana um, on using men pet. So the best thing that you can do is just train up, you know, first aid. Even if you're using the little crap bandages that you have, um, you can go ahead and, and use that to heal your pet after each mob that way. The two parts of first aid that people rarely use, which I really don't understand why. Well, I do understand. The poison, kind the anti-poison. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's the anti-venom part. There's. I made my very first anti-venom just the other day, and I mean, I've played every single character that I've rolled, I've gotten first aid on, and I've never been able to do it. Yeah, people just don't want to get the the venom, venom sacks. Yeah. Well, it seems like you by the time you can make the anti-venom, you're kind of out past the level where you're getting the venom, the venom sacks or whatever right. you need. And so if you didn't know any better, you've sold them, and so yeah, I guess that's a good tip. Bank your venom sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them, or you know, if you're if you know you're going to be going against things, you know, like undead mobs that are going to poison you a lot or things like that, try to go through and see if there's any on the auction house or something like that. But that's actually the problem with those, I, I feel, is that they're so situational that it, it's almost hard to plan for, for using them. Yeah. And the, the other problem is that once you hit level 35, there's not much you can do. The lower level anti-venom um, cures poisons up to level 25, and strong anti-venom only clears poisons up to level 35. If you want to get powerful anti-venom, you can only get it through having honored with Argent Dawn. And being oh. 300 first aid, hmm. and it requ- and it needs a huge venom sack, which only drops on 50 plus mobs. 
it, and it cures everything 60 and below. So how many anti venoms does it make? Uh, the recipe is just like every other recipe. No, no, no. Like no, no, no. how many for, venom sacks? For example, I I got a small venom sack and I made one and I I actually got three anti venoms out of one. Yeah, I know sack. at the lower levels that's what it is. I'm just thinking because those are drops so rarely to only yeah. get one. Should give you like five. I'm halfway between friendly and honored with Argent Dawn right now, and I'm working to get that. On a on a making money in WoW side tip, if you want to make some money on the auction house, stock up on venom sacks and put them up on the auction. Cool. So that has been first aid kind of first in aid. a nutshell. Four yeah. one one. Yeah, first aid four one one for you. If you have any questions, let me know on the forums, and I will do my best to answer them. Cool. this week we are going to talk uh about in-game events we had an in-game event this week with the pod people actually it was more with the escape pods we were all over on the alliance side we had a couple of members who are uh real life partners and um jeremy and christy and they decided that they wanted to get married in game their characters wanted to get married in game well, to clear it up too they're also engaged in real life and about to be married in real life yes 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 that's part of it too. They just wanted to make it official in their in their gaming world that that they were married. Love and marriage, love and marriage, they go together like a horse and carriage. This I'll tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. They posted something on the forums about wanting to get. Uh, wanted to get married, and so uh, they got a really great response back. We had one of our um, one of our regular players, Renata, who is an expert, at least in my opinion, on uh, on uh, RPing and uh, RP history, things like that. She presided over the ceremony. She was a priest and had some really great um, sentences done out in macros, so that she wasn't sitting there having to type in stuff as the ceremony was going on. She had the few opening phrases already set up and just hit her macro and gave us time to read it hit the other macro and gave us time to read it so it was really it was really it really had a good flow to it uh the bride and the groom came in and the bride wore one of those special kimonos i believe so it looked really pretty was she pretty she was just beautiful and in true to form she was late the uh they hadn't downloaded the, the most recent patch yet so they were oh. having problems opening <laughs> the computer and so. they got stuck in the queue <laughs> she was and happened when i got married they had the ceremony in the mage's quarter in stormwind which is over by uh, over by the well there, and they've got little benches kind of sitting around the well. So everybody sat on the benches or sat on the ground, and then the priest and the the male character, the female character, stood up, and she had her sentences, which talked about you know we're all here to honor these two people who pledge their lives to each other and and the the vows of marriage and the sanctity of marriage, and then they actually wrote vows to speak to each other, and so then they they each said things to each other and. It was really nice. Everybody got some really great screenshots and put it online to see afterwards, kind of like wedding photos. So it was actually really cool. And then, of course, all the level one priests were doing uh, 
uh, what is it, flash of light on the on the bride throughout the entire ceremony I think they were over just, oh, and that's over cool. and over again. Yeah, it was really neat. It was really neat. We wish them a long account life together with and have many happy gnomes. <laughs> I think they're probably going to post their pictures of their actual real life wedding eventually, but I thought it was really neat that everybody got together to do that and that you were actually able to do something RP that people who wouldn't necessarily RP were there just to show support of, of guild members. I thought that was really neat. They, uh, I think what they're doing is, is they're, they couldn't get married now, which is what they wanted to do. And right. so they said that they were going to try to do the in-game wedding to try to sort of have a pseudo ceremony with friends uh-huh. so that they would hold them over until they, you know, it doesn't mean anything officially, but it means something to them. So that's why they did it. Yeah. A lot of people really, really take the relationships that they make in these games very seriously. And it is, it is part of a community. So for them, this was meaningful to them. And that's, that's really, it was really special that we were able to be there to see that. Why do you think there's such a stigma uh, against in-game weddings? That the, you know that you often see in the RP circles because, because there is. Well, it's because of the very word that you used, game. Because I think a lot of people really see it as a game and don't see it as a community that people actually um, form relationships and bonds and get to know other people and get to share parts of their lives that they wouldn't share with other people. And they don't take that very seriously. And for some people, it's not very serious. And for some people, it is a major, major part of their lives. And you know, you need to be able to respect that for them. In my humble opinion. You best respect. How many people were at the wedding? I don't know. I want to say there were 15, I think. 15 spectators about. I know there was a DJ there, and he was hooking it up. It was tight. Oh, that's true. Yeah, after the after the wedding, there was a reception. At, <laughs> at one of the, at I the, can't see. The, wiki, 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 wiki. He's scratching some platters for us. Yeah, he's scratching something else, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, Grandmaster MC Eloy was spinning the dots. Spinning, <laughs> spinning the discs yeah. of light. A lot of a lot of the people that the people that were at the wedding were uh, discs of light. <laughs> <laughs> they were on TeamSpeak, and so uh, Eloy was playing uh, typical wedding music over the over the loudspeakers. Some Etta James and some. Uh, I was thinking sauerkraut spotting. No. no. Did you do uh, the chicken dance? We couldn't find that, nor could I find Moni Moni, which I really wanted to play. Weak! No chicken dance? Or the electric slide, didn't have that. <laughs> oh, come on. There was all Sorry. the cheesy, like, Inferno. 80s music and stuff, but it actually was really perfect, and there was some, there was some, you know, some, some sappy dance music, and people were getting, you know, drinking the, drinking the meat, getting toasty, but yeah, it was, it was really neat, so I'm really, I'm always very happy to, to support that kind of RP, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing much more RP in the new year with much more time on my hands to do that. So Is that your New Year's resolution? Yes, it is, as a matter of fact. It's one of them. To do more RP? To do more RP. Maybe it's much too early in the game But I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing? Starting this Taverncast and in the Taverncasts to, to come, we are going to be doing a new segment uh, talking about the lore of Warcraft. If you go to the main Warcraft site at worldofwarcraft.com, on the left-hand side there's a menu that drops down. You can click on Story, and it will tell you the story of the origin of the universe of the World of Warcraft. We are going to be reading it through right from the website. Those people who may either may not have read it or don't, aren't interested in reading it can hear it and can get a better idea of, of how the world came to pass. 
So here then is the first one? Yeah, here you go. The Lore of Warcraft. No one knows exactly how the universe began. Some theorize that a catastrophic cosmic explosion sent the infinite world spinning out into the vastness of the great dark. Worlds that would one day bear life forms of wondrous and terrible diversity. Others believe that the universe was created as a whole by a single all-powerful entity. Although the exact origins of the chaotic universe remain uncertain, it is clear that a race of powerful beings arose to bring stability to the various worlds and ensure a safe future for the beings that would follow in their footsteps. The Titans, colossal metallic skinned gods from the far reaches of the cosmos, explored the newborn universe and set to work on the worlds they encountered. They shaped the worlds by raising mighty mountains and dredging out vast seas. They breathed skies and raging atmospheres into being. It was all part of their unfathomable, far-sighted plan to create order out of chaos. They even empowered primitive races to tend to their works and maintain the integrity of their respective worlds. Ruled by an elite sect known as the Pantheon, the Titans brought order to a hundred million worlds scattered throughout the great dark beyond during the first ages of creation. The benevolent Pantheon, which sought to safeguard these structured worlds, was ever vigilant against the threat of attack from the vile extra-dimensional entities of the Twisting Nether. The Nether, an ethereal dimension of chaotic magics that connected the myriad worlds of the universe, was home to an infinite number of malefic demonic beings who sought only to destroy life and devour the energies of the living universe. Unable to conceive of evil or wickedness in any form, the Titans struggled to find a way to end the demon's constant threat. Mama, mama, mama.
Hey, this is Grimrock again. Yeah, I know I've been calling you a lot in a few days, but I've been trekking through all your episodes, and I'm just getting a kick out of watching them, listening to the show. Um, I had a question, though, and it's Mumoregan, um, or however you pronounce the gnome dungeon uh, instance. We've been going in there with average 32 level, um, and we're just having a dog-tired time trying to get through some of those uh, dungeons. And what's happening is that we're just getting ganked, um, you know, like seven mechos will come in and start attacking us, and I'm just trying to figure out how you play against that. I mean, you know, I try as a warrior aggroing, but, you know, it just doesn't just doesn't cut it when three guys run past you to your mage and your healer, and uh, the only thing I can do is turn around and try to concentrate on those, so I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice for when you've got a party of five that's outclassed us slightly or outnumbered, you know, like seven on five or eight on five, and and how to deal with that, because uh, what we're doing is just not working. So anyway, I thought I'd just drop you a line, and maybe you could put that in one of your future episodes. Well, thanks for calling in, Grimrock. We appreciate it, first of all. It's also given us an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, the instance of Gnomeregon, and I, we think that's how you pronounce it, Gnomeregon. Yeah, but we, <laughs> we've also heard uh, Gnomeregon. Well, lots of people say Gnomeregon. The so. second G is silent. Gnomeregon! The second G is silent, and the first G is a hard G, so it's Gnomer and... Gnomer and I actually think that the, the, <laughs> nice the R is silent, the O is prolonged. It has an umlaut over yeah, it. An uh. umlaut, right. The, the N is also silent, and the GN is pronounced aha, which is like a, yeah, and there's a right after the R, so it's aha. Well, you know what, according to... The, but we might be wrong. <laughs> according to the lore, there's actually a silent PH at the end, too. So it's no merit. No. <laughs> I thought there was a silent X. No, no more gone. Well, no, with the clicks. Okay, so wait a minute. So let's now give the official. This is per Taverncast. Official Taverncast. Official, official guide. way to say. And we are this never instance. wrong about anything. So. Uh, Ever. It goes like this Nomregan. Gnomeregan. Well, actually, isn't it a deal that you actually need to have three people talking at once to, to get the proper. The proper pronunciation. <laughs> yes, 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 it is. That's true. <laughs> so we'll get into your specific question about group dynamics in there in, in that instance, but Cromley has taken the time to throw some basic information about the instance together, so tell us about Gnomeregan. Okay, well, in case you've never been into Gnomeregan, it's um, with the, the click and the whatever. Um, <laughs> Gnomeregan. So basically, it's a, like a level 30 to 35-ish instance in Dunmoreau, kind of on the west side of the zone. And the first thing I would recommend is... Um, west side. Out. West side. It's west side. Represent. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the west side gnomes. <laughs> They're down. Um, Don't shizzle my nizzle. I would advise you to go to worldofwar.net and go into their maps and get and print out the map of Nomergan because... It's a pain in the butt to it is. I <laughs> try and find your way through that place. Yeah, that is a nightmare of an instance. And getting out if you're in trouble is bad. It's just it's just bad. And there's a lot of different things in different places for different quests. And I'm not going to obviously talk about all of those right now. So Do get you a remember map. the first time we ran that thing and it was like a four or... F- I remember no, the first 20 times we did that yeah, stupid it was instance. like three or four times to finally get to the end and beat Mecha Mecha. And then somebody's... Pet jumped over a ledge and got us all killed. Yes, the infamous pet aggro situation. Darren's ever on the ma- yeah. on tavern cast will give him hell. Although he still claims he didn't do it. Hunters so. FTL. Yeah, those hunters with their pets. Eat it. I'm telling you. Eat it. Jerk <laughs> <Drink> faces. <laughs> Whatever, oh dude. God. 
So one of the things in Nomergan is uh, there's these key cards. And there's, what, four levels of different key cards? Remember, you start out with the white key card. It's a quest, but you like have to bring back card? the punch yeah. cards. Sorry, cards. punch card. Yeah. Yeah. Prismatic punch, punch yeah. cards. Bring back the prismatic punch, punch cards. Card. Yeah. And so there's about five, four or five levels of them. I'm not going to read them all. But it starts off with a white punch card. You want to make sure you get this before you go into the instance that drops from some of the elite trogs that are outside mm-hmm. uh, the entrance to the instance. And uh, then as you make your way through the instance, there'll be cards. Uh, I'm sorry, machines that will uh, punch your card and give you the next pun- the next mm-hmm. level card. of punch yeah. card. And actually, the first of those machines is outside the instance. It's kind of near the uh, near TechBot. Uh, there's like a large, rounded platform, and in the center of that is the first of these punch oh, card machines that you yeah. go and punch it, and it gives you a yellow or whatever the next level is. That's one thing to watch for as you're working your way through the instance. Uh, the other thing that you'll get almost immediately is grimy objects, they're called. I love those things. Yep, they're pretty cool. And uh, just collect them up, and then at a certain point, if you look on the map, you'll see it. I think it's called like the clean zone or the safe mm-hmm. zone or something mm-hmm. like that. It's a safe area in the middle of the instance with a machines there called Sparklematic 2000 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go it's up and you use those. It's a washing machine. Yeah, it's basically a washing machine. Yeah. And it washes off your object, and you'll get something out of it. Like a, a piece, rock. Yeah, a rock, it's not a much. shiny pebble. <laughs> a gem. Occasionally yeah. a gem. Occasionally, yep. Sometimes I got a couple ring. rings out of them. Yeah. So it's worth doing, and the first time you do it, you'll get experience for it. Uh, the other thing is there's also a, uh, a mailbox there, which can be handy as you get all these items from the shiny objects. And there's an engineering vendor in there that you can... I think it was engineering. Maybe it was just supplies in general. But you can get rid of your extra junk there. Repair your armor. Repair your armor. Repair your armor. All that kind of good Actually, stuff. Actually, they should have that in every instance. As far they as certainly should. A mailbox in the center. Actually, there's a mailbox in Stratholm, too. Yeah. Can you actually use it? You can't use it. Oh, you need there's a, a quest. There's a, you got to kill the postmaster, yeah. and then you can mm-hmm. use the box. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. yeah he he goes postal on you, so it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing about that, that the clean room is there's a, a civilian in there, and I think if you're Horde, I don't know if you're if it matters if you're an alliance. You can kill it if you're Horde, but it'll flag you, and it'll be a dishonorable kill, too. Hmm. I didn't know so about be that. Careful when, so be careful when going ape. Yeah, there's also, I mean, you since you've played up a Horde character higher, there's a teleporter there that goes to uh, Booty Bay. Yep. Is there anything yeah. special so you have Mr. to do? S- Mr. S- it's Sprock, Mr. Do. Sprock, He's and part of the away Scooty. team. And Scooty. Scooty yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't do those quests. I missed them, and so I'm. I, uh, I since I missed those the levels, I can't do them. You'll have to go back and do it. No, I can't. Oh, can't. There's the level. Yeah, when I I was running somebody through at like 55, and I wasn't able to uh, to get the quest, mm. so they were able to to zone in using the. Oh, gee, so you have to run top. otherwise? Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun riding through my wolf through Dunmoreau. And just wave at everybody as I as I truck by. Yeah, you would see a fair amount of of horde in uh, Nomergan. I remember on Manoroth, and there were often little you know battles around the instances because people would jump in and out of the instance to get out of fights and stuff. So for the alliance, it's pretty easy to get into Nomergan, obviously, yeah. because it, you know their quests are all over the place. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other thing I was going to talk about is there's those sentry bots. If you remember that, they're like little <laughs> robot. Alarm bots, and actually, the first the one worst. you see is outside that clean room, and it doesn't actually do anything, which is a little weird. It, it won't, mean? it won't go off on you. Really? Yeah. It could have been bugged. It may be fixed. It, now yeah, it might be fixed now. I just yeah. remember last time I went, but I went through fairly recently with my mage on Manoroth, and 
It was still like that. Yeah, it, you couldn't that, attack it. It just kind of sat there. And... Those sentry bots, what they do is when they when they, when you get close enough to them, they activate and mm-hmm. basically they aggro you. But instead of you know fighting you, this alarm goes off, which draws in mobs from yeah. all over the place to come beat on you. Yeah, it summons like four or five elite mobs. That yeah, that's my favorite. Cause trouble for you. And I, you know, the other thing too is I don't think you get uh, loot or XP out of them. I don't so think so. Either. It really kind of sucks. I think you just want to but, kill them as fast yeah, as possible. Yeah, kill the alarm bot as soon as you can, and they're actually pretty easy to kill. They don't take much damage. And so the only the last thing I was going to talk about in this mini Nomergen segment was uh, the last boss, which is the Mechjanir Thermaplug. Yeah. And uh, he's this and huge, big mech. huge mech, and um, all the bombs that shoot yeah, out of the ceiling. As, as you fight him, these little suicide bomb things drop out of the ceiling, That's a pain. and you can run around and where there little button. There's buttons yeah. all the way around this round yeah. room, and you have to basically the tactic is you have one party member running around hitting those buttons to. It's somehow it's whack-a-mole. Yeah, it is whack-a-mole. Yeah, it's whack-a-mole. So and what do the buttons do? I never really got this. Somebody said, "Well, go man the buttons." Okay, but they only work for right. a little while, though. They don't work for the whole time. Yeah, because you just gotta keep running around. Yeah, until Mechjanir Thermoplug is dead, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah, and, then and there's stop. no other mobs involved. It's not like he has anything else he brings in. But it's a fairly tricky one. I imagine the yeah. first time people went in and did that without reading guides of. Again, that was a little bit of a surprise for him to try and figure out how to. Well, I'll throw solve one in here problem. too. The ostrich guys, the guys on the mechanical ostriches that come after you. Yeah. Um, for some reason, those guys seem to be tough. There's you, you get to that point where you clear through the area with yeah. all the um, like the toxic horrors and the you know irradiated drugs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You get into the area with the with the, the gnomes. The gnome, yeah, the the leper gnomes on the ostriches or whatever, and mm-hmm. those things rip you up too. I, yeah, they're I pretty recall. tough. And, and the dwarves. Well, and the other problem that with them, I think especially with those ostrich ones, is that they're considered um, robots or whatever. You can't use a lot of this. Like, for example, as a rogue, I couldn't stun them and I couldn't sap them and things like that, which makes them harder to uh, harder to deal with. There's also those, like, spider walker things, yeah. some of which were pretty... Like, I think there was one that would reflect spells at you. The one that's got a knockback. Yeah, there's another one that they have various arcane damage things and... So it's and it's a tricky instance. There's that other quest. I wish we could have the name of it uh, on hand, but it's the one where you you help uh, the little gnome. Oh it's like a yeah, it's like a, a sub, like a side quest in the uh, in the instance right near the beginning. Oh, she blows yeah. up a wall. Uh, yep. It collapses. Oh, yeah. All the all these trogs come swarming through in waves. It's a pretty fun one. Yeah, we didn't do Don't it the first time the through. Explosions. Yeah, my God. Yeah, you. get away from these. Actually, we got buried alive numerous <laughs> times because we were stupid enough to do that. Buried alive. I, you know, as I'm as I'm thinking about you guys talking about this, um, I realize that I've actually been in more instances than just two or three because I did know Mary yeah. on Manor Off. with uh, Karina. Exactly with and day that's day run. That's actually where yeah. I met um, where I met um, Orkbane you were was in America. I was was I an older man? That's yep. right. Yeah, I remember that. She was an old. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Boy, you know the good old all days. this mead. It just goes right to your head. Kids don't drink. <laughs> um, but that was actually something that was when I first did my first um, issue of Mind Control was over there. And I was like, oh, great. Look, I can make this thing turn and everything else. And then it comes right after me. And nobody <laughs> knew nobody knew it was going on because they were yeah. all like way ahead. And I was just experimenting with this new She's thing that I got. Yeah, I, Is that when you got called a noob for the first time? I got time? my arse handed to me. No, we were so. all very polite to her because she was the priest. <laughs> and uh, we like to we like our healing and our resurrections. They were overly nice to me. I and, really uh, our paladin was never very good at keeping up with these things. So. Oh jeez. You'll have that. <laughs> so let's see Slash Hug. Oh whatever. Let's see if we can answer Grimlock's Damn. questions. And basically the question was is how do you not get owned in there? And his his specific things that he said to us was 
you know, how do you handle multiple ads? And yeah. that, that at level 32-ish for these five-man groups he was going in, he was picking up seven or eight that would mob him. And it wasn't even that they would mob him, they would go past him right to the yeah, major priest. He's the warrior. Aggro to... control. We, yeah, we yeah. instantly were all saying the same yeah, thing. I think yeah. so. I think what were we saying? Well, there's nothing specific to Nomergan about this, really, that no. I can think I, of. I kind of disagree with that. Nom- oh, really? Nomergan is the first time where you really have to monitor that. Like, you can get through Wailing Caverns, and you can get through Dead Mines, and you can get through. The- See, Dead Mines, though, you can have a fair number of people coming at you, especially in the mines. Yeah, but you can still muscle your way through it. I think there, yeah, if you aggro elite. too many, you can get owned. I think that's the kind yeah. of the first place where you need to learn how to control aggro. Mm-hmm. I only somewhat disagree with you because I think of dead mines, and I think the problem, I mean, my opinion anyways, is that in dead mines and in Nomergon, it's about the same scenario where you have these roving patrols, and you right. pull a group, and then the patrol usually yeah. is what gets adding on. I think the difference is is that in Dead Mines, the patrols walk, and you see them coming. In Nomergon, it's those little trogs that are running at you. Oh yeah, and you there's some that are that? stealthed, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 I agree and disagree. It's a, lear- it's a learning experience because it's a level up from the other instances. Yeah, it's one of the true. first really yeah, hard, true. fairly. So hard this is when you need to start. You know, realizing which ones to pull, which ones are going to come when you pull them. You know, who needs to do damage first? The warrior needs to go in, draw the aggro. The priest needs to heal. Can them. you sheep one? Can you right. sap one? Yeah. So, plant, do up a little scenario then for him. We know Grimrock says he's a warrior. Um, he also mentioned that there was a mage and a priest in the party. So let's just round it out and say okay. that there's a hunter and a paladin, or yeah, a rogue. That's okay. fine. Hunter and a rogue. So who pulls first? I would, I would say the the hunt, or the the warrior should go in first. Do they have charge at that level? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The warrior should charge the initial one, attack for I'd say two to three seconds, then let the priest start healing. Yeah. And from My- there, then the mage and the rogue and whoever does relatively low DPS attacks, not their specials and things like that. Yeah. Until they kind of figure out what level it is yeah. before they start How much pulling trouble the they're in. off the warrior. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I would say is before the hunt the the warrior goes in, um, the rogue should go in and sap one if if yes. possible. The mage should cheap one. If hunters have freeze traps, also drop one of those. Oh yeah. So yeah. drop one in front of the group. So if they. It sounds like what he's saying is that is that almost uh, um, that the priest is actually throwing some some dots or maybe yeah. maybe aggroing some there. Well, he, healing. he had mentioned too the mage too. Fast. Uh, he had mentioned the mage, and so that makes me think that the mage was throwing out you know crazy amounts of DPS yeah. right up front. Yeah. And yeah. Of course they're going to go after you the mage because the mage DPS. does more DPS than almost any other class. And if sure. the yeah. priest is getting mobbed, the priest should probably throw light heals at first mm-hmm. more yep. often. Or heal over time. Right. Or yeah, or heals over time rather than doing the the big the big mama heals that they have. I think what we're trying to say in general is that you want to let the class that is best suited to take the aggro, which is the tank in this case, or the warrior, go up there and firmly get a hold of the aggro. And your other classes need to hang back and not, not lay off, you know, or just lay down the fire right away. So mages, yeah. you know, attack well, lightly. We always say attack lightly, but attack lightly until <laughs> about halfway through yeah, the, the engagement. Watch your big ones. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is we, we should also be clear that they should all be fighting the same one. Yes. Right. Not, you know, if, be clear somehow, like have the hunter put his mark on whichever one. Mark, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the best thing to do. And as you go on and, you know, you start getting in a groove, you, each class will, will know 
what how much do. damage they can do. Mm -hmm. The warriors got to get in a groove on how to taunt and how to you know charge right and get all the aggro onto them. The priest will get in the groove on how to to heal them without you know, pulling aggro. The hunter will realize which things they can use and which you know dots they can place and things like that. So. You know, it's best to move slow. I know a lot of people want to just charge right through, do all, as much damage as they can, and say, oh, MFG, look at that crit, 111. Right. <laughs> but if you don't want to die, the best thing to do is to take your time, realize what's going on, you know, pay attention to which mobs you're pulling, what level they are, what type they are, if they're a melee mob, if they're a caster mob, things like that. Yep. You know, I'm going to uh, just just keep a lookout. By the time you're hearing this show, go on up to our forums and, and check out there. I'm going to put a show in our featured segments uh, area with the notes from Nomergon, and also I'm going to put a link there to the uh, one of our listeners named Epic, the Epic Joe. And the Epic Joe made a Flash tutorial um, oh, a couple yeah. weeks that back that really shows group dynamics. Cool. Yep. Yeah, and it's very, very helpful and, and pretty much echoes what we're saying here. So I'll put a link up there and take a look at what the Epic Joe did. It'll be very helpful. It's got to be really hard if you're going into this kind of an instance for the first time because, Azros, you said it yourself, that this is this is a step up. This is the first time where group dynamics really come into play. And if you're doing with this pickup group, it's going to be really going to be a really big challenge. Yeah. And a lot I, of us take for granted that we've been doing it for a while. True. Yeah, you know? That's true. Exactly. So I'd, I'd highly recommend that if 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 you're going into No Merrigan and knowing that this is a first, a big step a big difference in what you're used to, um, you might want to try it with some guildies who who have a good idea of group dynamics and kind of see how that all works out. Because I'd have to imagine that if if you're actually playing the roles the way that you're supposed to be doing in a group, yeah. um, you're going to have a lot more success than than, than what you were describing. Well, and and it, it is just a, a fairly hard instance. I mean, we even after we'd been through it a few times, we would still wipe fairly often if yeah. you're not careful. You can really get swarmed. So true. Well, no Even if you're careful, really, it's a learning instance. I yeah. mean, it's like, I mean, yeah, you guys are totally right when you say it's the, it's, it's kind of the step up, and it truly is. So, y you figure it out, but you may have to learn the hard way a couple times. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that's why we wiped as much as we did oh, when yeah. we were first going through. Yeah, it, we were all. Some of it was just overwhelming. Our first how, time, how hard in. it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's when you, you know, when we first learned things with hunter pets and ways to pull mobs and, and things that, you know, maybe we knew from other games, but it's still different for every exactly, game. Exactly, so. exactly. Hey, this is Sumari from Radio Azeroth. I was just calling in with a World of Warcraft story. Um, the other day, I was running Strathholm with uh, my guild on the RP PvP server. We were short one person. It was a Wednesday night, and there were only four of us on that were high enough to do the instance. So we decided to pick up the extra member, and the thing we really needed was a priest. So we got this level 60 priest out of Iron Forge, and we all got to the instance with no incident. And then when we got there, the priest was like, Hey, I'm putting on my friend's account. Is this game fun? So that didn't turn out exactly uh, how we wanted it to. Since apparently I'm the only one with holiday spirit around here, I brought up Thanksgiving thing. What? What we were thankful for. Hey. We're drinking mead. OMG, oh, yeah. we got Christmas, we Christmas cookies, cookies, loser. Dude, I'm so in the oh. Christmas Ho, 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 MF'er. <laughs> <laughs> MF'er. 
I thought we could go around the proverbial table and ask what we want for Christmas. I thought it was a metaphor. You know, we table. actually are on a round table, so that we works are. quite well. Except for Azros. Uh, Except for Azros. He's right there in spirit. What we want in Chris for Christmas in the game? Yeah. In the game. Okay. What What you would like? You first, dear. Yeah, lead off, Azros. Who, me? I want a full set of black dragon scale armor. What does that stuff look like? Black, and it's got scales on it. What's what <laughs> Thank you, Thank mental you. giant. What? What's this little peedy? No, but you can't tell. Look, when when Wow says that it's black dragon scale, it's going to be like chartreuse with orange flakes Only or something. Pure and pink fringe. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. With big horns coming off the side of it. What? What is? What is black dragon scale armor? It's uh, the top level dragon scale that you can get. Is that leather? For it's male, but it's through leather working. It's through dragon scale leather working. Okay. And it's probably the first level PvE, high level PvE armor for hunters. Excuse me. Um, it doesn't have agility plus agility bonuses. What it has is plus attack power bonuses, which is why a lot of um, you know hunters that don't have beast stalker yet but want to start doing the higher level raids want it because agility gives you chance to crit chance to dodge stuff like that where the attack power just boosts your dps so you're doing more dps rather than burst dps with plus agility which That's most hunters cool. do so you, there's less chance to pull mobs off of hunter or off of um tanks in instances and you end up just doing more damage that way nice. so and the yeah the, the bonuses with it are like i said there's there's a few stamina point bonuses but most of them are fire resist which makes it very good for um, UBRS, LBRS, BRD, and even Molten Cora. So, have you been naughty or nice? I've been very nice. I've been a good guild master. Oh, ho, ho! You get the Dragon Scale Armor, Azros. Next! <laughs> it just might not be this Christmas. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, little girl? Well... I would like to get back on my RP server and level my character to 40. She's 26 right now. I don't think that's going to happen by the time Christmas rolls around. So what's the gift component? Time. 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 <laughs> One of those little Time. things that Hermione wore around her neck that she was able to go back at like hours and like do all kinds of That'd stuff. That'd be awesome. I would really love that. I'd take one too. I would like that, but that's not really in the game. I'm talking about Oh, in the game. I know what I want in the game. In the game, what I want, I want Journeyman's backpacks for my Whisperwind character. That could happen. All that, I've yeah, got that, her, could yeah. happen. that could happen. That could happen. If I've you've got been a good little Kern Katera. Have you been good or bad? Cough, cough. I've been a mix. Uh -oh. <laughs> bad. That's all I want for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, you get a traveler's oh, backpack, oh. little girl. What would you like for Christmas, probably? Ho, ho! I WTF, want... ho! <laughs> WTF, ho! I want, uh, I want my two front teeth of ownage. Ooh! What's that? That's good. It's an epic item on Manoroth. Did you know about that? Are yeah, you serious? No, you're not. <laughs> oh, we should have seen the look on Eli's face. He's like, Somebody's I've been nipping at the holiday sherry. <laughs> look it up in thought, Rob. Ho, ho, BBQ, one, one, one. Lawler skaters. I want Lawler skates, too. <laughs> you funny little elf. Ho, ho. I want a new set of Lawler skates. 
I have like an epic mount, but I don't think I'll ever get it. So, because I have not been get? a good rogue. Huh? Which one are you trying to get? The ram? Or it doesn't the... really matter. I don't have the money. Any one of them. Is Either it the ram actually the ram would be cool. I th- what are you spending all your money on? I'm just not making any money. Crap. You need 900. In-game porn. Okay. Night elf porn. Actually, it's gnome porn. <laughs> the night elf strippers. That's my true. Isn't the ram cheaper? I don't think so. Maybe it is. Like it doesn't matter. I don't have the rank yet for yeah. it. So. But Eloy's talking. If you get exalted with the Alterac Valley um, faction group, you can buy an epic mount that's a ram. And I don't know if the cost is any cheaper, but I don't have my yeah. It is. I thought, it, I thought I it was it like three hundred, wasn't it? No, it's not I have that enough. low. I think it, if anything, it's like seven hundred or something. Yeah, so oh. I have about three. Oh, I was thinking the Paladin epic mount. That's like four hundred, isn't it? And well, then you got to do no, the no, 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 no. It's it's That's more. Crazy. It it, it totals out being the amount of farming like you have to do. Eight hundred or so. But I mean, you got to think of the amount of time you put in with the Paladin quest too. So that sort of equates to money as well. Yeah. Personally, I wish they were all quests because I kind of like doing the Paladin epic mount quest. Yeah. You no, know, it's better than farming. That's the thing. I mean, anything's better than farming. You get to make Chinese gold farmer friends, though. That's true. I guess and you learn just... neat phrases like "ni hao." You China. KK? I loot all, KK. You buy gold, KK. It's not a tavern cast unless we make fun of gold farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, somebody do Santa so I can get mine. Ho, ho, ho. What do you want, little Eloysius? Ho, ho, WTF, ho, MG, BBQ, ho. What is a BBQ, ho? I'm glad Azro stepped in because Krom is like, ho, ho, ho. And Kirk is like, ho, ho, ho. Either one of them sounds like Santa. Clawhammer. Clawhammer reliable. Excuse me, I don't have no. a low voice, so I can't really... Noobs. 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 Christmas noobs. Noobs. <laughs> Christmas noobs? <laughs> so, Eloy, what do you want? Okay? Juice sucks or at Christmas. I want, I want some earplugs to drown out Eloy's whining. <laughs> Best comeback ever. Right there. I want a server transfer from Manoroth to Whisperwind. Uh, that would be my wine. Christmas present. Cool. That's a good point. That might happen. I want to be able to move Eloysius the Paladin to Whisperwind. That would be a very Merry Christmas. And then I could help all the escape pods level up, and I could finally get my Elite Mount, and I wouldn't have to deal with consistent freaking ganking in every area that I try to farm in. No, then Azra's the level 60 hunter would stalk you. I'm a Care Bear. And you'd still beat him easy. You know, there's something else that I remember that I wanted that I didn't say that I wanted. Nah, yeah, I don't know. Not a little girl. You I can't want... pull Santa's chain. I... <laughs> no, yeah. I the the other thing that I, I would really like for Christmas is I want everyone to stop using lead speak. <laughs> Can you just like never use the letters U and R to say the word your? Can you just type it out? Yeah, because or. Cuz or to, what yeah, or if I'm talking to you slash fume I can't read that I can't sit there and I'm sitting here actually reading real words and then I see a contraction I'm just like you uh, actually, <laughs> maybe what we should say about lead speak when you when you when you contact someone and you say sup <laughs> sup okay first of all I they're inviting me to dinner people are that makes idiots. you look like an ass yeah, I always you look say like yes. an idiot no one ever gives use me that anything. language so please. You know, just in case you're wondering, <laughs> they're all from when the you ghetto. hit us with the whispers, it's like, sup, Eloy. I'm like, yo, dog, sup with you. <laughs> what up, G? What up, G? What y'all doing there? Yo. So for Christmas, I want to give everybody a dictionary, and i like everyone to understand that 
I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> I agree. was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a potter was stirring, not even old Azros. The leet dudes had all their swords fixed with care, with no idea that St. Aloysius soon would be there. The casters were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of pork rinds danced in their heads. Kern in her raiment, and Cromley in his madcap, had just settled down for a long nightly nap. When out on the inroof there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a whelp, tore open the shutter and let out a yelp. The moon on the hills, with the new-fallen snow, looked of noon server time to objects below. When what through my spell-powered goggles was seen, but a flying sleigh led by eight TC devotees. With a bright pink driver, so angry and drunk, with team speak blaring some loud disco funk. More rapid than a charger, his filk lyrics they came, and he slash whispered and slash yelled and called them by name. Now Shendo, now Witchbell, now Roxalox and Kristen, on Renata, on Garrick, even Starman and Lindian, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now fly away, fly away, fly away all! As nimble and quick as an aggro griffin does fly, this odd-looking raid party dropped out of the sky. So up to the housetop, the band they all flew, with a slave full of gear, flagged for PvP, too. And then, in an instant, I heard such a clatter, the prancing and pawing of each little member. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, St. Aloysius came with a bound. He was dressed in full lightforge, from his head to his foot, and a cape with pink stripes and diamonds to boot. A bundle of epics he had flung on his back, and he looked like Mir Songshire just opening his pack. His eyes, how dark! His cleft palate, how eerie. His color, so pale, he was fresh from the plague lands, clearly. His hammer was close, always in tow, and music played as he walked to the tune of Love Boat. The muggle hurt he held tight in his hand, and his armor cast a pink glow right where he did stand. He had a broad face and a shiny round belly that shook when he laughed, nervously fearing all chamois. He was strong and tough, but an odd old man, and I could not believe it right here in this inn. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had so much to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and stole all our items, then turned with a jerk. Before I could shout, Come back here, loot ninja! He shielded Hearth back to his sleigh, leaving a blank, empty vista. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, as he flew through the air. OMFG, noobs! Don't all be such haters!
Alright, so that's been the Christmas edition of TavernCast. Visit us on the website at www.taverncast.com and please donate to help support the podcast and our bandwidth bills and our um, alcohol addiction and AAA and all the important organizations that we're part of. AAA, that's anti-aircraft artillery. You say that in such a way that's like gentle but but attractive at the same time and people are just like, they just want to throw money at us when you do Can I have some silver? Sup, Eloy. S-U-M. Sup, Cromley. K-K. Sup. Lol. Sup. (laughs) You can also reach us via Skype at 734-418-8727. That number again. 734-418-8727. Void where prohibited. Operators are standing by. Not. (laughs) Uh, What we really like now, we're still looking for intros to the show, but we would really like some more uh, stories submitted uh, or some... Uh, interesting little blurbs about your life in the game or anything you want to say to us. Anything you think is entertaining. Yeah. Warcraft related. Say two minutes to three minutes max. We'd love to get some more uh, stuff to stick in the show midway through and have some cool stuff that you guys send us. So again, dial our Skype, leave a voicemail, and we will run it. You could also send an MP3 file to our email address, taverncast at taverncast.com, or even if you have access, put it up on a website somewhere and send us a link. Or if you don't want to dial the long-distance phone number and you have Skype, you can actually just connect to our Skype account and when no one answers, leave a voicemail. And for those awaiting their intros to be played, I know there's a couple outstanding. Uh, Look for it the next show. Uh, We'll have one on there then and I'll let you know who was used. But we do have a couple that are still outstanding and we will get to you. Don't forget about the contest for this week. Send your emails to kerngatare at hotmail.com. Let us know who the uh, most creative uh, name is, what the most creative name is that you've seen in-game. The best so, character name is Sup Ponzor I Own You 111. He actually is I Own You yeah. So send, your, send the most creative character's name that you've seen in-game. We will select a winner and play the name of the winner on the new show. Cool. So this is the last tavern cast of ever 2006. in 2005. <laughs> ever <laughs> yeah, of 2005. I said 2006. Yeah, I know. I'm a whole year ahead. You are. You're so much far. You're so much further ahead. Sup, sup. You um, come from the future. We. Uh, this is our mid-season break then, so we will be back in 2006. So Merry been. Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Good Kwanzaa. What am I missing? Happy holidays. Festivus. Enough, Happy Boxing Day down in Australia. Oh, yeah? Boxing Day. Festivus. Festivus? Yeah. Saturnalia. Um, Yule. Yule. Happy Yule. Tide. Correct. There's got to be something we're missing. And anything else that we missed, if we weren't PC enough to cover everything, have please. Have a great day. Yes. And have a great day. <laughs> Slash day. wink. <laughs> 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 Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. I can see you guys exchanging odd glances at each other. 
You'd be surprised we're not even listening to you. We're so used to your nonsense. Huh? huh? Were you saying something? Uh, Vitus. <laughs> Vitus? Vitus us on the deb. Vitus. Vitus us on the web ad. Ude, 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 tavancast.qa. Drunk Kirk Dared. Who's drunk? You're drunk. Who's drunk? You're drunk. Prancing Eli. There's a good image for you. <laughs> nightmares make me stop. You want some meat, Ezra's? No, I'm good. I'm still. I'm on bottle. It looks like here. urine, but you'd it's, like it. It's fermented honey. It looks like urine. You'd yeah. like it. it <laughs> no, it looks like, actually, it looks like urine after you've eaten a whole lot of fatty foods. Talking. Talking. Talk. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. She said nasty words. Riot at St. Martin's School, tonight at 5. <laughs> OMG, all the little children. <laughs> Kill heard swear word on said shit. My mommy told me to go riot. I'm gonna bring a gun to school. Or <laughs> two. Now stop your favorite drinking mud. Drinking mud. <laughs> test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm happy with that. K N E R D S. Nerds.